Taylor Swift famously wrote the lyrics, can I ask you a question? While seemingly a simple query, it plays to the idea that we all have questions, some we never pose, and some we agonize over never being answered. Pop culture is overrun with gossip columnists, blind items, and paparazzi photos in this predatory society we live in. But what if you actually got to sit down with your favorite artist or athlete? What if you got to ask them all the questions you've always pondered? But here's the catch. You can't ask them questions that you've seen speculated on in social media. Instead, you get to ask them why. Why did they write that song? Why did they choose that part to audition for? Why did they sign with that team? Why did they write that book? Back in the day, MySpace was known as, quote, a place for friends. The Space show is instead a place where we get to really know each other, not just on the surface. Knowing why someone does something can literally change the trajectory of history. That being said, can I ask you a question? All right. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Why Space. This is Mandy, your host, and I'm joined by Becca again today. Hey, guys. So today we're going to talk about the Grammys that are coming up. When we put this out, they'll be like a few days later. So they're coming out the first weekend in February. And we'll just go ahead and preface and start out by saying that obviously if you listen to the show, we clearly are Taylor Swift fans. And so we tried to be objective in our predictions, but let's face it, may not happen. May not happen. You know that going into it, so... Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through kind of the big categories and give our predictions, but not just like predicting it. We're going to kind of explain our why, of course. Um, Obviously, if the answer is Taylor, you already know our why. But sprinkled in, we're going to talk about the fact that obviously 2023 was the year of Taylor. And so clearly the Grammys would be all about her as well. But it's not the first year that she has been all over the nominations. Um, I guess this is probably the year she's had the most though. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about the history behind some of these and we'll see what happens. So Becca, do you want to kick us off with our first category? I will. So the first one is record of the year, which honestly I had to look up because at first I don't watch the green. So I'll preface it with that. I usually check the red carpet and then I'll see clips of, you know, artists or funny things that happen. So I was like, record of the year, thinking that's a whole album. But then I was like, well, there's album of the year, too. What's different? So I had to look it up. But record of the year is a single or one track from an album. So there's okay. that. I honestly, right when you said that, I was like, huh, probably should look that up. I don't know the answer. I hope she tells us. Good. Okay. Yeah, I was confused for quite a while. So okay. but, Got it. Okay, for record of the year, I actually did not pick Taylor for this one. Just because... I really feel like as big of a year as she has had, I think Billie Eilish might get it for what was I made for. Because okay, Barbie that's what I was going to say. All right. So what? Who, who were the nominees on Record of the Year? So for Record of the Year, we had John Batiste for Worship. Okay. Boy Genius, Not Strong Enough. Miley Cyrus, Flowers, which I think that one came out real hot and heavy and then died mm-hmm. off just as fast as it came out. Yeah, so I don't think she'll win it for that. What was I made for? Billie Eilish, On My Mama, Victoria Monet, Vampire, Olivia Rodrigo, which honestly, she's having a big moment too. 
um, mm -hmm. anti-hero Taylor Swift, and then Kill Bill Saw. That's a tough category. So I'm going to break out a nugget that I found on the internet that has blown my mind in this category. I actually didn't look up, so I'm really glad that you knew your nominees because I only looked up the nominees for mine. And so I was like, <laughs> I have to tell that stuff that you sent me. Okay, good. Um, did you know that Miley Cyrus has never won a Grammy? I don't think I realized that. So I didn't either. And apparently I may have this number wrong, but I think pre this Grammys, she had only been nominated twice. And yeah. And so I was shocked by that. Not that I'm like the big Miley Cyrus fan or anything. Um, but I don't know why. I just was very surprised yeah. by that because I feel like everybody kind of gets nominated for stuff. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. So I am going with Taylor in this category as well. But okay. um, I think if there's a chance that she loses it, which here's what I'll say. I'll go ahead and say my thoughts around Will Taylor sweep this year. Okay. I don't think so. Um. But I really want her to, so it's hard for me to say. I, <laughs> I don't think so because I feel like the Academy will want to diversify it a bit. I was like, exactly. even if they're kind of like us and like, well, she probably should. I feel like they're going to yeah. pick other things. I do think there's some strong candidates, but then I also think there are some that people perceive as strong that I'm like, eh, one of which yeah. is flowers. Like, kind of like you. I think it came out hot and heavy, but. Yeah. Like what else? Like when and how long ago were you like, oh yeah, this is on. I love this song. It's been a long yeah. time. So much other stuff has come out that's been real hot and heavy, like on social media with trends for TikTok videos and stuff. Yeah. But I think this was maybe a little too soon into their open window. So I just don't I would be shocked well, if she I think so the Billie Eilish piece with what was I made for? I feel like that one is kind of like the the wild card because obviously Barbie is everywhere. And I mean, Billie Eilish is fantastic. There's no, no knock to her at all. But I also think if that song was like not in Barbie and was just like on the radio, it would not even it be. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so another spicy take for me, I am not an Olivia Rodrigo fan. And I have read that it's like very weird for somebody who likes Taylor Swift to not like Olivia but it's actually because I do like Taylor that I don't like Olivia. And it's not okay. because of all the garbage about her stealing Taylor's stuff and all that. She's yeah. already paid her her money and I don't care. Taylor doesn't comment on it either. So it's not really that, but when you watch her perform, I'm like, she's kind of weird and I just don't like, like it. But I also feel like her writing is really cheesy. Extremely. She just it's comes just, off yeah, very, and I know she's young but she just comes off very immature and unseasoned for yeah. already having such a big spotlight on her. A lot of yeah. times you think once this spotlight hits, like you've already done a whole bunch of like bars and random gigs and things. So like you've had your practice. Yeah. I feel like she's just brand new every time she gets up there and doesn't know what to do. So it's awkward to kind of watch her. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I just don't, she's not, I don't know. I don't, I don't dig her the way everyone does. So with this one, I actually did go with Taylor. Um, I just think, and, and you know, that's funny because if you listen to our first episode, I am not an anti-hero fan. Yeah. 
But I just think like of the if it's not that, I feel like it's going to be Billie Eilish. And I feel like that's just the Barbie thing, which I don't really think is fair because this isn't the Oscars. I mean, yeah, it's the Grammys. So, all right. So next up is kind of jump into like probably the biggest one of the Grammys, but that's how I wrote it down in the notes. So that's what we'll do. Um, I'm going to introduce the album of the year. Um, a lot of the same people, John Baptiste for World Music Radio, Boy Genius with the record, Miley Cyrus with Endless Summer Vacation, Lana Del Rey. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Because what album title doesn't need 400 words? Right. Um, Janelle Monae's The Age of Pleasure, Olivia Rodrigo, Guts, and then Taylor's Midnight's. And is it Thizza? I don't even know. I think it's the. Well, whoever. I could be wrong. SOS. That's how I feel about the name of her. SOS. <laughs> um, okay, so a couple of thoughts here. First of all, Miley Cyrus, never going to have a chance. Like, literally, do you know any song from that album outside of Flowers? No. No one does. No. Sorry. Sorry, no. Miley. It's not happening. Um, never heard Janelle Monae's album, so I'm sure it's she's great, but no, yeah. that's, that's not happening. I love John Baptiste, but I feel like he just needs to stick to Broadway. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't see it. I'm out on Olivia Rodrigo, obviously. I also just don't think Guts got the grandeur that everyone thought it might. Um, I We have talked about this. I love Lana Del Rey as a writer and a singer on the radio, but I, she's another one I do not want to see perform. But also, I think that she's very niche. I don't it's think that really she's like... She doesn't reach a very broad audience. No. Yeah. So the whole SOS album thing, I know that everyone is like obsessed with it. Well, I say everyone. I know that like when you read things on the internet, everyone's like, oh, SOS. Again, I just don't see it as being mainstream enough to take that from Taylor. Yeah. Um, did you know, though, that SZA, SZA, Saw, whoever... Did you know that she is vying to become the first black woman to win this category since Lauren Hill in 25 years? I had no idea. I think that's crazy. When you consider the fact that people like Beyonce exist. Um, Seriously, we have incredible black artists. I know. I was totally shocked by that. So the Grammys really needs to do better on that. But so I was thinking of this. So I thought of last year, obviously Harry's house, Harry Styles won. And so it made me think that it needs to be like super mainstream because I really like Boy Genius. Um, mm -hmm. But here's the thing. I didn't know who they were before they were opening for Taylor on the Eras tour. Yeah. They're not a name you hear often. Yeah. Again, I don't think they're mainstream enough. Um, but for this one, like I definitely want it to be Taylor, but I'm going to go with the outlier and say that it's SOS. Interesting. Okay. But I don't I want could, it to be. I want Taylor to win, but I also understand. I don't think she's going to win as much as we hope her to. Well, I think it's going to go one way or the other. She's going to win everything or very few. Yeah. Like real targeted things. Um, I mean, if I was like going to put money on it, which I'm clearly not going to, but if I was going to, I would actually put the money on her. But for the sake of like diversifying the content, I'm going to say SOS. <laughs> <laughs> way to do it do it for the pod. Mean, there you go oh, um okay song of the year 
So song of the year, obviously I did go with Taylor on this one for anti-hero. Um, for the nominees on this one, again, solid, strong list of people. Um, we had A&W, Jack Antonoff, Antihero, Butterfly, John Batiste, and Dan Wilson, Dance the Night um, from the Barbie movie, Miley Cyrus again for Flowers. She got nominated a lot for that song. Um, Kill Bill, Vampire, and What Was I Made For? So you have some strong contenders in here. I just think Antihero will take this one. Um, I don't think that there's any denying that Taylor Swift is the songwriter of our generation. So many people can relate to what she's writing. Um, you can't deny the lyricism in this work. It's incredible songwriting. It's not just simple words put to paper. Um, and it's, I just, I just think you can't deny no matter what the saturation that she's had, this song has been huge as well. So I think she'll take this category. So which is one that she's never won before, correct? I know, which wild so to me. I just I can't get past that because to your point, I do think she is like kind of the songwriter of our generation. Um she's been nominated like seven times. She's never won. Yeah. Um, so before I talk about my pick on this, we're going to talk a little history here. So she's been nominated seven times, like dating all the way back to 2010. She was nominated for You Belong With Me back then. And then it was like five years later, she got nominated for Shake It Off. And then the next year, Blank Space. And then Gap Again to 2020, she was nominated for Lover. And then in 2021, she was nominated for Cardigan, which I have thoughts about that. That was weird, yeah. And then 2023, of course, all too well, the 10-minute version. Um, now, Cardigan, I just, I, I mean, it's a good song, but like, <laughs> so weirded out by that one. So here's the people she lost to. Um, you Belong With Me, Lost to Need You Now by Lady Antebellum. I can see that. I do love that song. Okay. And back then, Lady A was like huge. Yeah. And Taylor was like a pipsqueak. So I can see it. 2015, though, and I like this song, Shake It Off Lost at Thinking Out Loud, Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Now, strange because Shake It, now, Thinking Out Loud was a huge hit. I remember Loved it, out. still do, listen to it all but the time. Shake It Off seems like it was much bigger. Which makes me think about the current year we're in. Yeah. I think that I would compare Shake It Off to Antihero and Shake It Off Lost. That's fair. Um, 2016. She's literally written everything she has sung. Yeah. And then well, that category she doesn't win in. It, I do. I think that's crazy. But it also, in doing the research for this episode, is the first time that I think I really realized that this award is about the songwriting, not just like, oh, the song. That's true. So I think that I didn't realize that until I was like, oh, Jack Antonoff, that's the writer. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blank Space lost to Hello by Adele, of course. I could totally see that. Yeah. 2020, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish won and beat out Lover, which I could see that too. Um, and then 2021, Cardigan. I can totally see it losing to anything, yeah. but lost to Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars, which funny story. I don't even know what song that is. I love that song. I'm going to have to go get that one. And then last year, I know everybody thought it was super weird when Bonnie Raitt won for Just Like. 
I, Bonnie Wright, even if you watch the clip, she was like, what? Right. Why are they sure? Um, so but things like that happening. So that last year, just like, and then the thinking out loud year, make me think that she may not win this year again. And to me, that has got to be the biggest tragedy of the Grammys that she's never won a song. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, okay, clearly we know that I want her to win, but I think that what was I made for is going to end up winning. I, anything I Barbie, solid I just think the Barbie sure. thing is going to overpower. I also think, I don't know. I wonder, I should have Googled this, but I wonder when the Academy, um, like when you had to have your vote in, like, do they already know which ones have won or are they still waiting on people to vote? Because I think the hoopla this week with Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie being snubbed for the Oscars for Barbie yeah. could sway people to vote more Barbie stuff in every award show. That's true. So I don't know. I also go back to this thought and I feel this way about 2020 with Lover and 2021 with Cardigan. I don't feel like the songs that she keeps getting nominated for mm -hmm. are the strongest ones. Also, I don't know if you, you were not looking at the screen just now, but a herd of balloons just flew over my head. Okay. I saw something go, but I don't know why or what just happened. <laughs> if you're watching this, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> that was really weird. But I don't feel like those are the strongest songs, especially Cardigan. Okay, so this might change some of our thoughts. I just pulled it up. The final round of voting for the 2024 Grammys. Oh, wait. It opened December 14th. So Barbie, I don't think it hit its stride yet. Yeah. Final round of voting is January 4th. So, so that's there for you. Awesome. Yep. Maybe so, she will win then. Possible. Um, okay, well, then I'm going to hold out hope for a win. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be a little scared. <laughs> that one, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, okay, next up is one that Taylor's not nominated for, so we will talk about someone other than her for a second, somewhat. Um, so, <laughs> best new artist, we've got Ice Spice, Gracie Abrams, Fred again, Jelly Roll, Coco Jones, Noah Kahn, Victoria Monet, and The War and Treaty. Now, I guarantee I don't know 95% of those. <laughs> well, I definitely don't know who Fred again or Coco Jones are. Um, my apologies to their fandom. Um, I got nothing. Um, I do know who Jelly Roll is. I don't, well, what, I mean, he's fine. I mean, it's just not like something. So here's the thing, though. I did not know who Gracie Abrams was before the Eras tour. Now I love Gracie. Um, she's real quirky. So I push that. But she also is a fantastic songwriter. And if you haven't seen when she and Taylor did I Miss You, I'm Sorry as a surprise song because it rained at that show. I forget where they were. Maybe Philadelphia. I don't know. Um, it rained and so Gracie didn't get to open that show. And so Taylor brought her out during the surprise songs and Gracie's song is I miss you. I'm sorry. And they performed it together. I'll send you the video. It is okay. so good. Um, I would say that her writing is very comparable to Taylor's, but performance wise nowhere near. Um, 
Ice Spice, like, here's the thing. Not her biggest fan, um, but I do think yeah. she's had her moment because she was in the Karma video and the Karma remix. But also, she's been opening for Doja Cat. And I feel like that. Yeah. That's, like, super popular. And she um, did an stint. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, when Taylor and Travis showed up, of course. Um, <laughs> Noah Khan. So I can tell you if Judd was voting, he would for sure. He is obsessed with the Stick yeah. Season song. You don't know who Noah Khan is? Yeah. Okay. Well, we got a lot of work to do here. Um, I don't know, though. So with this one, I have no idea who's going to win. I would like Gracie to win. Gracie's dad is also J.J. J. J. Abrams, the big movie director. I have no idea. Yeah. So I don't know if that pulls in clout for her or not. Um, to me, it's probably between her. I'm going to say it's between her, Ice Spice, and Noah Khan. But the fact that you don't even know who Noah Khan is is crazy. Um, I just looked up the picture. I still have no idea who that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to throw you off more. But he's done some collabs with, like, he did a collab with Post Malone. Um, he's done one with Gracie. Okay. I okay. think he's either done one with Olivia Rodrigo or he's about to. Um, so I just don't know on this one. So I'm going to go with who I want. I want Gracie to win, but I think okay. it's one of those three. I think Jelly Roll is going to win it. Very, very possible. That, that seems to, I don't know. He's having a big moment across the board right now. Too. I do love watching he and his wife on social media. They crack that. me up. Love them so much. Did you see the video recently when it, we had that big ice storm and it really hit Nashville and he was like outside trying to like break the ice <laughs> off of the fountain in their pool and he was like stepping on it and she, he was commentating it. Oh my gosh. Classic. I love just... him. I would be happy with Jelly Roll. I think he's, and did you see the stuff he's been doing with Congress? Yes. Incredible. Like around the fentanyl stuff. I mean, I think that I really like him a lot. I mean, you see him and you're like, what is happening here? Yeah. Um, but no, he's talented for sure. Yep. Um, okay. You're up next. Next up is best pop solo performance. So this is for a new vocal or instrumental pop recording. I picked Antihero Taylor Swift. Oh, Let me sure. go through that. I, I knew you would be. Let me go through who our nominees are. Let me get to it. Best pop. Okay. So again, we have Flowers Miley Cyrus be nominated for this one. Get over it. Let's go. Okay. Right. Paint the Town Red, Doja Cat. What Was I Made For, Billie Eilish, um, Vampire, Olivia Rodrigo, and Antihero. I just, again, Miley Cyrus, we know that one's overhyped. Um, mm -hmm. Town Red, I don't even know that I've heard that one. Maybe I've heard it and I just didn't realize that's what it was. Yeah. Now, wait, clearly. tell me again. This is best pop solo performance. What does that mean again? It says it's for new vocal or instrumental pop recordings, singles or tracks only. Okay. So this is not about the writing. This is the actual performance we hear on the radio. Correct. Okay. Yes. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, what was I made for? Even though it's a Barbie one, I don't think it's going to take this category. Mm -mm. I would be shocked if this is the category that it takes. Yeah. I think it will take a Grammy, but I don't think it'll be in yeah. best pop solo. Um, Vampire Olivia Rodrigo, it might have a solid chance, um, yeah. but I think Taylor, Taylor is going to take this one. Yeah, I would agree that I think, 
I think there's a solid chance that what was I made for an anti-hero split these like anti-hero gets this and what was I made for gets song of the year. Um, yeah. It's not what I want to have happen, but um, yeah, I would say of all those, like if I'm thinking about like the most popular pop song on the radio, I'm definitely going anti-hero because right. here's the thing. As great as what was I made for is and Billy and Phineas are fantastic and Barbie's great and all that. It's not really that song on the radio or like on my Spotify that I'm going to hit repeat like nonstop. Right. It's just not. I think it's more going to win the awards when it's a focused around the movie awards. So what was what awards did we just have? Was that the Emmys? No. Well, we yes, but yeah. the Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Yeah. And they won. So that one didn't surprise me because you're thinking movie. Yeah. Um, I think it'll win the Oscar for like original score or whatever it is. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to take this. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I'm going to go anti-hero again on this one. Um, I could see maybe Olivia Rodrigo, but I just don't feel like Vampire has the cojones that anti-hero did. I would love to know, and I couldn't find, but I also didn't dig too deep, who actually um, votes on the Grammys. I know they have like their recording academy and it's, you know, different artists and producers and that kind of thing. Um, but just to kind of see how diversified they are, because a lot of these are young up and coming. Yeah. Well, and I think too, one of the things to keep in mind, and I don't know like specifically who they are. I do remember when like Taylor got announced as being added to the Academy as a voting member, but yeah. it's also like the engineers and like sound mixers yes. and people like that. And so I think it's important to remember, it's not just like what is popular on the radio. It's also like the musicality of some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that plays into like pushing out things like vampire. Just my I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, I do think Paint the Town Red, the Doja Cat song, I do think that's popular. I don't, I mean, it's fine. But I say that because, you know, how they always put out like the top 10 songs, the Billboard stuff. I feel like Paint yeah. the Town Red was like always pushing with Taylor's stuff. So I can see it being popular, but I just, yeah, yeah I'm going to have to go with her on this one. Okay, um, okay next up we have Best top Duo. Yeah, so this one... I'm, I'm going to have some confusion on my choices here, but best pop duo group performance. You've got thousand miles with Miley Cyrus and Brady Carlisle. Funny story. When I looked this up, I thought I looked up the wrong thing because I thought it was talking about the Vanessa Carlton song. That's what I was just thinking. And then I was like, wait, what? Oh no, that is the song. So never heard it. Don't know that one. Um, Candy necklace with Lana Del Rey and John Baptiste. Never felt so alone. Labyrinth featuring Billie Eilish. Okay, fun fact, I don't know any of these three so far. I haven't either. Um, Karma, Taylor featuring Ice Spice, Ghost in the Machine, SZA, SZA, SZA featuring Phoebe Bridgers. I have never heard any of these other than Karma. Um, so I'm going to go with Karma featuring Ice Spice, which is funny because I actually do not like that version of the song at all. I can't stand it. I think it ruined it. So I think it's funny, yeah. but I got nothing on any of the rest of these. So I couldn't even be like not biased on these. Yeah. I think I would have to go with karma on this one as well, just because I know the song, but I also have seen the mix 
their collaboration on it quite a bit. I know most of these other artists, but I've never heard of them doing these songs together. So I would definitely. Well, and this is another one that is like the performance, right? So it's not about the writing. And so I think that knocks out Lana and John Baptiste because again, I've not heard Candy Necklace, but I can assume anytime Lana is nominated, it's because of her writing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, the whole Ghost in the Machine, I mean, I didn't even know if Phoebe had a song with her. So I'm just like, huh, who knew? So I think again, you just go to like, that's got to be one that plays to the popular year of 2023 with Taylor. Mm -hmm. That's Agreed. just my guess. Yep. All right. You got next. All right. So next up, we have best pop vocal album. So this one has some pretty good ones on it. Yeah. Uh, you've got Chemistry, Kelly Clarkson, Endless Summer Vacation, Miley Cyrus, Guts, Olivia Rodrigo, Subtract, yeah. Ed Sheeran, and then Midnight's Taylor Swift. So on this one, I think I could go, I picked Midnight's Taylor Swift, although mm -hmm. I don't think it's the best out of all of her albums. I do think she had a lot of hits on this one. Um, and a lot of them got played on the radio quite a bit. Um, mm -hmm. So I would swing more towards Taylor on this one. I don't think that Guts is going to take this category with it being such a big category and Olivia being mm -hmm. such a young artist that's really not well known for many of her songs. Yeah. Um, Endless Summer Vacation, Miley Cyrus only had the Flowers hit. So I don't think she yeah. would win a category for this. Yeah, but I do think that Kelly Clarkson has a solid chance with her chemistry album. I do love that album too. I love the Ed Sheeran album too. Yes. Um, so I haven't thought about this one. My gut, I mean, of course, my gut says Taylor, <laughs> but I also will say for not just reasons because I like her, I will say that Midnight, though it is not my favorite Taylor album. I think that that album has so many different types and styles of songs on it that it can pull in a diverse group of voters. Whereas well, also, if we look at the time frame of when they were voting, so many of these midnight albums were hitting charts. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like when I think of like, I would say the competition would probably be Olivia Rodrigo on this one. Okay. But that album is very much just like, the same type of song however many times you know and so and again I just don't think it got like the like when you think of like the top 10 weekly the top 100s I mean it's always on there but it's way down the list um I think it got more traction on TikTok yeah which is where but her, you didn't hear it yeah. anywhere else and I want to say again I'm not entirely sure who all is in the voting um block of this but again if I'm thinking like song mixers and people like that i'm not thinking that album um and i do think i would be leaning more towards midnights because of just the varied types of music on it i do love chemistry with kelly clarkson but i don't feel like it got like the popularity no but i think that there was enough in the writing of it and the mixing of it that you're mm -hmm. pulling of those other voters in the academy yeah. opposed to just the songs themselves. That's yeah, why I yeah. Ed's album, I mean, I just don't see it. What was there another one that you said? 
that I think could take it. No, well, like another one that was nominated. Mm -hmm. no. Chemistry, Endless Summer, yeah, Guts. Oh, well, yeah, Miley Cyrus, that didn't happen. I mean, you're not going to vote for a whole album on one song, so. And that was released, I feel like, I haven't looked up the date, but that had to have been released right when the window opened. I totally thought that that album was the year before, because I feel like I Flowers too. has been around for like a decade. But I think she released Flowers so much earlier than she released her album. I feel like that single was out for a long time before she had done a solid release. Well, and it's interesting that we're talking about timeframes because one of the things I've seen people talking about um, on Twitter or X, whatever we call it, um, is for this next round of the Grammys, will Cruel Summer get nominated? Mm. Which is weird because at that point, it will be like five, six years old. Yeah. Um, but it's clearly been like the year of that song. So I guess maybe that doesn't have any bearing on it i would have thought it would have to like have some kind of like timeline like it would have to be released between a and b to you know be nominated but i guess not if they're all saying like oh i wonder if cruel summer is going to get nominated unless they just don't know and they're just talking yeah i'm sure um, there's going to be some kind of strategy that artists work with on when they're going to release something so that it has time to like gain traction and be fresh oh, for sure when they're voting that's crazy. I guess I've never thought about that before to think of the strategy on releasing songs. Yes, I I have not either, but I do remember when 1989 Taylor's version was coming out this past fall that there was some kind of commentary about when it happened, it was going to like fall in or out of some window. I don't remember what it was for. Um, maybe it was the window for this actually. And so they were saying it was too late in the year to be in the window for the Grammys for this time. So it would have to be the next time. Not that I don't, I mean, I don't know that it'll end a Grammy, but, um, yeah. okay. So those are the top categories that we were going to talk about. There's obviously other categories. A lot of them are like any award show. It'll be like things you've never even heard of. And so we're not going to talk about those. <laughs> Um, we'll just all be surprised together. <laughs> yeah. Other things that we will discuss. Um, so obviously it could be the year of Taylor sweeping the Grammys. I just don't think they'll let her as much as I wish they would. If there's ever a year they're going to, it would definitely be this year, but this would be it. When we talk about record of the year, she's now tied with Barbara Streisand, which it's just funny to me because I'm like, can you imagine voting for Barbara Streisand for Anyway, right. Um, but she was nominated like for Fearless, Red, 1989, Folklore, and Evermore, and now Midnight's. Yeah. Um, of those, which of those albums was your favorite and why? Of those albums? Yeah, Fearless, Red. Keep in mind, these are originals, not Taylor's version. Um, Fearless, Red, 1989, Folklore, and Evermore. So I think I would probably have to go with 1989. I think okay. it had some really good songs. You've got Welcome to New York. You've got Bad Blood. What was the other one? Shake It Off was on that one. So yep. all big hits. Um, I feel like that was kind of one of her first albums, or at least first albums for me, that it seems like she's kind of owning herself. She's confident in what her thoughts are and what she thinks. Yeah. Um, and being able to say what she truly thinks without worrying about what other people are going to think about it. So for me, I felt like that was such a strong album for her. So it was definitely one of my favorites out of those. Um, 
So I was thinking about this, like if we were talking about the Taylor's versions of those, it would definitely change my opinions. But um, Fearless was not, I wasn't, I wasn't on board yet. Um, Red, I was like not really on board. 1989 is really what got me on board. Um, mm -hmm. But for me of these, I would actually say Folklore um, okay. because I love like Exile, My Tears Ricochet. Yeah. That's Great American Dynasty, Betty, The One, The Lakes. I love all those songs. Um, I would honestly say I, I'm not. Like, you know, there's people that are really obsessed with Evermore. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's yeah. good. But I I was a little bit eh, about that one. Um, yeah. I think, though, that Midnight's brings more to the table than any of those albums did based on just like the varying types of songs on it, the hits that they were and things like that. So that makes me think that she will get that record of the year. Awards. I hope so. I hope so. Now, when we talk about album of the year, she won for fearless 1989 and folklore. Mm -hmm. So if she wins album of the year this year, she'll be the first person ever to take it home four times. Well, I should say, let me take that back by a recording artist. Apparently some mixers and master engineering people, again, who even knows who they are, but they are voters. That's the important thing. They have done this before. Um, but ironically, the person that has won this the most, that's like a mixing person is her mixing person. Okay. So I, did because I feel like, I mean, you've had Beyonce that's had so many good album hits. Yeah. That's interesting to me that she would be the first one to get four. Well, I mean, I think about like, even I have to like push myself to think back this far, but like Michael Jackson, people like that didn't win uh, it more than, I don't know. I just think that's fair. weird. Kanye, honestly. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, you think Kanye is going to be at the it. Um, Taylor yes. is the most nominated this year. Um, Followed by SZA, 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 whoever. Um, but Victoria Monet had seven nominations. Do you know any Victoria Monet songs? I couldn't tell you a single one. Couldn't pick her out of a lineup. No. Don't know who the I heck she is. Yeah. So I got nothing on that, but seven nominations. Um, Interesting. Let's see. Um, Olivia, Miley, John Baptiste, Billie Eilish, Brandy Clark, Boy Genius, all got six nominations. So I want to say, too, that the reason I bring all that up is I feel like when you look at it like that and how many nominations each one of these people got, she just has so many nominations that I don't know how she doesn't sweep. Even though I don't think they'll yeah. let her, I just think it seems obvious. Yeah. But I think definitely be doing a disservice if she doesn't win quite a few Grammys just because no matter how much saturation she has in the media right now this was a great album and there's yes. been some really good writing on it there's been good mixes on it um it definitely is one that deserves that so tell me this do you think it takes away from an artist's work if they don't ever win one of these big categories, for instance, Taylor's never won song of the year as a phenomenal songwriter. Do you think it takes away from their work? So as just 
a fan and someone listening, I don't personally think that it takes away from their work because I couldn't tell you years past who's won a Grammy for what. That right. doesn't matter. But I think probably to an artist, that's got to be a huge hit to them. Yeah. Because the Grammys are one of the most well-known music awards. Um, and I think for them, yes, your fan awards are extremely important. And those are the ones you want to win because those are the ones that are keeping you in business. Mm -hmm. um, but knowing that like your peers and those in your industry find what you do to be valuable and good. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably a huge hit to them. But I think to any other just random Joe that's just listening to the music and consuming the art, I don't think that it is a hit to any artist. No, because like, for instance, we didn't. Like, for instance, we didn't know that Miley Cyrus had never won a Grammy. You know, I just yeah. think that, like, for a common listener, we don't think about it. I think it depends on the category. Um, because I would think, and again, we don't know, but we will add it to our list of questions for when Taylor comes on the show. Um, I would think the fact that she's never won Song of the Year bothers her. I'm 100% sure that bothers her. Because she's always said songwriting is her niche. That is yeah. what is special to her. And she has always said, too, that, like, when it's time to bow out of performing on the stages, she's fine with that because she knows she'll yeah. write and write for other people. So yeah. I would think that that is a big shot to her that she's not I'm one. Her. And I honestly think if she does not win it this year, it's probably going to be the biggest shot that she's taken. I would because agree with I that. think after that whole year and how well Midnight's has done, it just now came off of the top 100, like 66 yeah. weeks later last week. So I just truly think if she does not win that one this year, that career award wise, that's probably the biggest hit she's taken. Um, I think that like, if I think about somebody like Olivia Rodrigo, I mean, I don't even know if I assume she's probably one of she probably won like best new artist or something. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's a big deal to them yet. Probably not. But I think it's like one of those things that, but then I think you have people like Miley who just don't really at least come across like they care at all. So mm -hmm. I think it just depends. Why do you think some artists or why do you think probably most artists care about winning a Grammy? Like, why do they, like, why does that even, I guess, matter to them? I think for me, it's kind of like what I said. It shows that among their peers, there's an appreciation of their craft. Yeah. That they are. It's one thing that, yes, you have fans that like you, but knowing that your peers like you, I think is a whole different, it's just like for us at a job, I yeah. want my boss to recognize that I'm doing great work. I want my peers to know they can come to me because I'm good at what I do. This is their career. This is their job. And I think that it's a big hit to them because they want to know that those that do the same thing and even those that they look up to think that what they're doing is great. Yeah. I think that um, if I was an artist, a musical artist, um, for me, the Grammy would be like the thing I want. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they're all great. Right. I mean, if you win any award, it's that fine. just seems like the pinnacle. Yeah. That's to me, that's it's to me. That's like the Oscar. Um, yes. That's like the thing I would want the most. Um I do think like if somebody was to ask me, like, do I prefer to win an award that's voted on by the fans or the critics or journalists or my peers? For me, it really, I think with anything, it would be tied with my peers and the fans. I couldn't care less what critics think about anything. No. And I really feel like really solid artists like Taylor probably don't either because they're like, these people are idiots. Yeah. Um, 
I think they feel that way about journalists too, because they're also wishy-washy. I mean, obviously, like you said, the fans are who pay your bills, you know, so you want them to want you to win and then your peers. Yeah. It's like, I think too, that's why the Grammy looking at who's voting, knowing it's, you know, not just like singers, it's actually songwriters and mixers and all those people, engineers, like that to me just gives it more cojones than like some other mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Cause you're looking at the whole piece of work. Yeah. Not just like, Oh, that's a fun little beat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did see, I don't even remember the exact like things, but Jack Antonoff is, if he wins, he, it, it, he is setting a record too for writing. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. All right. So shifting gears. So we've talked about the Grammys that are happening. And then what about, do you have any predictions for music this coming year? I think that we're going to see a lot of music released this year. And I think mm -hmm. it's going to be great music. I do too. And I, a lot of that, again, I believe stems from Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. All of these artists are seeing her success. And of course they want to emulate that. Who wouldn't want to? Yeah. Um, but I also think that a lot of these artists that write some of their music, not all of their music, I think that we're going to see a lot more of them writing or at least being co-writers on a lot more of their own things that they release. Mm -hmm. um, because I think that the success that Taylor Swift has is because when you're writing from a place of where you actually are in life, you're not the only one that has experienced that. So when right. she releases this stuff and so many of us are like, you know, I might not be going through that now, but I went through it before. And so I understand what it is and it connects that way. Whereas when you have another artist, they're just kind of grabbing it bits and pieces here and it's not as personal. It's a good hit that you're going to listen to on the radio and be bought to in the car, but it's not one I'm going to specifically download and listen to or have on repeat. Um, yeah. So I think we're going to see a lot of artists start emulating um, what she's done Um with their own writings. And I think that we're going to see a lot more tours that are oh, yeah. videoed and put on streamers and things like that. Cause that's a money grab for them. I mean, let's be honest there. Beyonce that is insane. Taylor's, yeah. was Taylor's was a massive hit. I heard, and it could have been rumor. I can't remember what article I read it in that Adele was doing a documentary I with her in Las Vegas. So that mm -hmm. one is going to be a giant hit as well. Um, I want to say Harry Styles was also doing one, but that that's could have just I think too. I don't know that I like have heard that, but I think that too. Yeah. Um, I think so, I think you're spot you on. I, next year? I think that I think you're right. I think there's going to be a ton of music put out this year, but I do think to the point you just brought up, I think there's going to be a lot more recording like videos that come out movies that come out of tours um i also think that whole residency thing is really going to continue to grow obviously like kelly clarkson has done it adele has done it i think the rumors are that harry styles is about to do one in vegas i think that might be true um it would so oh my gosh and that's what i'm like do you that's know how that would be? yeah yeah um, so I think those things in the music industry are really going to be huge this year. As far as like who's putting out music, obviously we know now Justin Timberlake's got an album that's going to come out. Um, his song Selfish just came out yesterday or today. I can't remember. Um, okay. I think it will be a hit because it's Justin Timberlake. People have been waiting a long time. Um, 
Kanye is putting out that Ty Dolla Sign thing, apparently three different ones. I hope it flops, and I think it will anyway. I think it's going to be garbage. Um, yeah. Ariana Grande has that album coming out. I'm not a fan. I don't think it's going to hit. I don't I think, think that yet. What is that one that just came out? Yes, maybe or something? Yes, okay. and? Yes, and. I mean, it. I Her fan base came out against that song pretty heavily. Yeah. So um, with solid reason behind why. Yeah. I don't I think just think well. that um you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I'm just saying it. It, it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it's gonna do what she I, now. Here's the thing, she'll be nominated because it's Ariana Grande, but um it'll get played, but it's gonna be like flowers where it gets played that yeah. one time and we're done with it. Um, I like how you tried to skip what you think is going to happen with Taylor's music this year, as if we do not see stories <laughs> to each other every day about when reputation. My heart can't take it anymore. <laughs> so we've pretty much burned every inch of our hearts with this stupid album. Um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, by the time this airs next Tuesday, we will have thought it'll be 14 other days than we think today. Um, I don't know. The latest thing is like April now. And I'm like, there is no yeah. way we're waiting till April. I'm going to have to riot. Okay. So that's my thought. Like, are they saying that in February, she's going to announce when it's going to be released, but then it's not going to be released until April. That's what Listen, they said. I love singing reputation songs like while I'm cooking in the kitchen and I can't do it because they're all stolen. Literally was in the car with Judd the other day and he asked to hear a song off reputation. Look what you made me do. He loves that song. It's a good can't one. Do it, son. Can't do it. Still stolen. We don't do that. Um, so listen, if we are still waiting in April, I don't know. I'm just going to be out at that point. It so will be in 2024. <laughs> we can at least say this. It will be in 2024. Um, it, will. it will. Do you think she will announce TS11 in 2024? Do I think she'll announce it? Yeah. I do. So my longstanding theory has always been at the end of the Eras tour. Today we think that's November. I don't know. There's again rumors coming out this week. Is it in 2024 or are there 2025 dates? There's not officially. I need a nap after looking at how much she works. <laughs> He's not even halfway done with this tour. It's wild. <laughs> Startling. But my longstanding theory has always been that like at the last show of the Eras tour, in this year, she would announce that it's coming out like in April of next year. Um, I think mm -hmm. that fits her timeline, her typical timeline of like putting an album out and then touring. But here's the thing. I don't think she's going to tour again that quickly. I think she's going to go yeah. back to her every two years thing. Maybe she'll do a residency. I don't know. Um, but I don't see her releasing TS11 this year because like I've told you, then what is she going to do with the Eras tour list? Like she's going to have to change it to yeah. include that. Um, I say that, but um, debut doesn't have a spot on the tour set list. So I don't know. Um, Can you imagine her doing a residency? Oh my God. No. I mean, well, I mean, she should sell out before they even, Oh my gosh. I can't There's even no talk way. about the ticket fiascos with her. That <laughs> I've spent so much money in 2023 on tickets to her shows. Listen, oh I would probably God. move to Vegas if that's where it was. Like, 
Wow. I don't know. I mean, I don't see her doing a residency just yet. I do see that no. in her future because I really think they're all going to end up doing it. Um, I think that's pretty far down the line for her. But yeah, I, I think that's like that she would retain. To me, that would be when she's, I won't say like riding off into the sunset, but when she's done with these big arena tours. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that. she's there yet. I think she probably has at least one more arena tour in her, potentially two. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, so I think that she'll have obviously new music. The vault tracks will be on reputation. Apparently they're fire. So I just I can't wait. So that'll be new. Um, the bleachers. I know you don't listen to the, you, I don't think you listen to the bleachers, right? Mm -hmm. Jack Antonoff's group. No. They have an album coming out. I'm excited about it because I really like his music. Um, it's quirky though, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's also coming out the same day as Kanye. Yes, which I just love. love. Um, I hope that it hits number one and Kanye can't even get on the charts. I hope that people do First like they did for, I want them to do like they did for Jason and Travis's Christmas album and like push it to number one. I want anything that happens. Yes, next. which honestly, I think you're going to get a lot of people behind. I do too. I think that Kanye, not only the, the Swifties hate Kanye, but I think the world is starting to hate Kanye. Like, yeah. It's just it's you just burned a lot of bridges and then you're just being weird. It's, yeah, you're creepy now. And so um I will be interested. I'm not gonna buy his album or anything, but if I hear a song, I just want to be interested to know is this completely different than what he's released before? Because he's very much seemingly a different person now. Well, it is weird to me that he is doing this like very much it's him anti dollar sign as a opposed to like he's just on some of the songs. Maybe so I'm interested like are they like a group now? Like what's happening? Are they a duo? Like yeah. I'm interested to see what that is. I will not buy it, but I am interested to find out if there are songs about Kim on it. Um and the divorce and all of that. Huh? I'm sure there's songs about anybody he doesn't like on it. Well, which is a lot so, <laughs> well, you know, it makes me wonder if there's going to be something about Taylor because, you know, Nicki Minaj took back the rights of the song that she did with him and doesn't, isn't allowing it on the album. And I wonder why. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I think, I think, like you said, a lot of people are going to put out music. I think this will be a year or two where a lot of old artists, not old in age. Well, I mean that too, but People yeah. that were popular back in the 90s are going to be putting out music. Like, I saw yeah. Cheryl Crow has an album coming out. Nora Jones, Some 41. Yeah. Like, I well, think there's going to be a What was it earlier or towards the end of last year when NSYNC was at some award shows mm -hmm. and things? And just the kind of media attention that that got there's a huge audience for that. We still, yeah. I still listen to the NSYNC Christmas oh, albums. Yeah. I still listen to 90s pop stuff. So there's a huge audience. If some of these people want to come back and make an album, it will sell a hundred percent. Well, you know, some of these people, they got to start paying their bills again. The money's worth right. I'm just, you know. <laughs> well, um, did you have any other thoughts to share with us? I didn't. This will be a fun award show to watch. This might be the first time I sit and watch the Grammys. I know. Surely. I was going to say, surely you're going to watch yeah. it. So last question for you. What color will Taylor's dress be for the Grammys? I think maybe we blue. were totally wrong about the Golden Globes. A hundred percent wrong, which is why I'm not going to go black. 
Okay. I think it's going to be navy blue. I think it's going to be dark, but I think she's going to stick with this blue-green color for some reason. I'm going black celestial. Oh, that's a good pick. Because I think it's midnight and reputation. Okay. I don't know that I've ever seen her wear dark purple, but I could see that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I like the. Yeah. I'm going to be interested to see the fashion that they all choose. Well, and as much as we want our Chiefs to win this coming weekend, I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind a red carpet yeah, appearance. It's not out there. <laughs> all right. Well, we will, after the Grammys air, after the Grammys air, we'll check back in on our predictions and see how we did. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I just don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, that's all we've got. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Thanks, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.